0: But the, the message that I have today is sufficient grace. Now, um, whenever we think about this, uh, we think of uh, Paul's letter in second, to the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians twelve nineteen, 19. And, and Paul says that God said to me, God said this to Paul, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Now, whenever we think of sufficient grace... What do we think of? Sufficient. Now, sufficient is kind of enough. You know, it's kind of a uh, uh, adequate term. I have sufficient uh, time. I have sufficient food. I have sufficient money. So we're often think of it, I think of it in a almost like just enough. There's just enough. But in, in God's economy, and in, in God's way of looking at that, he is saying that my grace is sufficient, meaning that in every situation, I have more than enough to be able to accomplish my purpose. Now, in, in grace, in, in the Christian belief, it says the free and unmerited favor of God a manifestation in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. Now, when we think of grace and the grace of God, is the saving of sinners. <laughs> so, what, I mean, just, just to put ourselves in that context is to say, I am, I was separated from God, and I was destined to spend an eternity without God. But God looked at my life and had other plans. God had other plans than for me to spend an eternity in hell. God's other plans were for me to receive his grace, his abundance of his favor, that I would be brought into this family of God where I am one of his children. Amen. So we recognize how important it is for us to see that we are his child. Everything starts with God. Everything starts with how that we understand God's message to us. And we're going to kind of look at some of this in, in, in 2 Corinthians. But we have to understand, and Paul says that, you know, all this, that he, when, it, when we look at how Paul writes his letter to the Corinthians here, Um, he says in verse, uh, we we go through chapter 11, beginning in verse 21, and we don't have that up there, but uh, in Paul's talking to the Corinthians, he says, I have to boast. Now, (laughs) he says, I have to boast. What was going on in the church at Corinth? People were coming in, and, you know, (laughs) out-of-towners, were coming into Corinth and telling the, the, the Christians that, This is what God is. This is what I have done. This is what God, you know, the testimonials, okay? Now, it's important for us to have a testimony, all right? It's important for us to be able to say, God has saved me. It's important for us to say that God has been our strength in times of weakness, okay? It's important for us to say these things. Well, people were coming into Corinth and saying, well... God has done all this stuff through me. Therefore, I want to tell you, Paul's message is, is off. My message is correct. That's what they were telling the Corinthians. And when Paul heard this, you know, he's like saying, I don't want to do this, but I have to put those other people in place so that you will pay attention, the Corinthians, you will pay attention to what is most important. So we can't look at what people have accomplished as their badge of authenticity. What we have to look at is what God is doing in our life. What God, where God is taking us. And Paul begins, he says, I'm speaking as a fool. This is foolishness to me that I tell you all of these things. Now, if someone, uh, if these things happen to me, I would be telling you I am one great person, all right? <laughs> well, we'll read, we we'll go through this. He says, are they Hebrews? Well, so am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am, I am out of my mind to talk like this. Are they servants of Christ? Well, so I am more. I have worked much harder. I've been in prison more frequently, I've been flogged more severely, and I've been exposed to death over and over and over again. And Paul says, I'm speaking like a fool. I'm speaking like a fool. Now, what are we talking about a little later? Well, and and that God's grace is more than sufficient. He has sufficient grace. So Paul is looking at all of these things and he's saying, there this is sufficient the sufficiency of of grace of god being with me has given me this ability but what i'm telling you is not based upon my experiences and he goes on for more experiences five times i received from the jews the 40 lashes minus one 39 stripes five times you imagine what his back looked like how many wake up with back you know (laughs) i have back issues you think Paul had back issues? I mean, his back had to be tore apart. But there's more. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Now, we, in, in, we call that caning. In, you know, in the Middle East and China and things like that, they still do this. They take a, a long cane that's like a bamboo and they beat you with it. And that is even more painful than the lashes. So five times this happened. Then once I was pelted with stones. I was stoned and they drug me out of the city for dead. Okay, that's pretty much <laughs> an unconscious state here. They, they stoned him to the point that they left him for dead and the believers there went back to get the body of Paul and drug him out of the city and he came back to life. Three times I was beaten with rods, pulled out of the city, was, uh, was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I like this one. I spent a day and a night in the, in the open sea. Now, <laughs> the sufficiency of grace. We look on, and there's more to this, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more here. Um, <laughs> I, I've, been on, I've been in danger from rivers, you know, probably swept away in a river, danger from bandits, people, robbers on, on the road, in danger from my fellow Jews, that when I go into a city, I have to watch out because the people who hate me are already there ahead of me, in danger from the Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have gone, often gone without sleep, known hunger and thirst, gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches and for all of you. Now, the sufficiency of grace. We look back. Well, there's another word it goes on that uh, in Damascus he was... Uh, king was after him and they let him out of the basket and let him out of the window in a basket to get away. Now, the sufficiency of grace is God is going to provide a way for me in my future. So the testimony of what these people are doing, the people who are coming to um, offset Paul, to get Paul and his message out of the church and bring their own message in, They are using what has happened to them to be able to tell the Corinthians they need to stop believing in Paul because he hasn't really done anything and start believing their message. And Paul is saying the sufficiency of grace is greater than my need. I have more than enough of God's grace now. Whenever we say, I have more than enough of God's grace, I have, anu- and, and grace that is uh, given to me is a grace that has um, not only more than enough, but it means, the scripture says that God's grace is sufficient. The word sufficient simply means uh, c- competent. Competent having the necessary ability, knowledge, or skills to do something. So God has given me enough knowledge and enough skill and enough ability to do something. So when I get up in the morning, I can thank God for his grace because he has given me the knowledge to deal with everything that's coming ahead of me. i have more than enough. When I get up in the morning and say, I thank God for this day, and he is going to make a way for me, I have more than enough to go and cook at the hospital for people. (laughs) I have more than enough to go to school, go to camp. I have more than enough grace to be able to help. God will help me become more competent, more complete in everything that I face. God's grace is sufficient for me to help me in school, to help me in a class, to help me when I go to work, to help me whenever I go to a class, to help me with a teacher, to help me with my neighbor, to help me in what I possess, <laughs> where I am going. You know, we, we, there was a, the testimony, and I know that in baseball, you, you, you see people and you know, they, they pray or they do their rituals before they stand up to bat. Well, one individual uh, who is a Christian talks about how, and he was one of the elite in the, in the, in the National League, he would, and, he would give his, and he would talk about how that every time he would come up to bat, he would thank God for his grace and his blessing upon his life. Every time he st- stepped into the batter's box, he thanked God. Now, did he hit a home run every time he stepped in the box? No. Did he strike out every time? No, but he struck out. He did hit home runs. He got on base. And he had a, a superb um, ERA average. He had a superb on-base average. But he didn't, it didn't happen all the time. So the idea is every time he stepped into the box to bat, he would thank God for what? For being with him. Now, if every time we stepped <laughs> into class... Every time we stepped into work, if every time we stepped into our day, we paused and said, "Thank you, God for your grace." because God's grace is sufficient to help me become competent and complete in what I am doing." So we are looking at how that God is going to make us more complete. In who we are as a person, and that we would be a testimony for Jesus Christ. What is the purpose of being beaten? (laughs) Uh, What is the purpose of being beaten over and over again? What is the purpose of being flogged? What is the purpose of being stoned to death? Well, Paul doesn't have the answers, but he's doing it as a ministry and as a message to Jesus Christ, to those people who are trying to kill him. He's letting them know that God is more than sufficient to take care of him in those difficult places, and that they're not going to stop the will of God for his life. God is in control. Amen. So... (laughs) God is in control. So if God is in control, even in the bad times, we need to be thankful. Because before the bad times get here, we should be praying. We should be. We need to pray, God, let your grace be upon my life. Your sufficiency. Your completeness in what I am doing. God, help me to be complete in my preparation in what I am doing at work. Help me to be understanding and have insight into the people, into the, the work, in insight into, you see, whenever we, I think, again, over and over I say this, the Christian people, we should be the most, most um, insightful, most, uh, the most brilliant people on the planet. <laughs> because the one who created the planet is in us. Amen. And <laughs> he not only created the planet, he created us. So whenever we, he created us, he gave us the talents and the abilities to do what we are doing. Whether it's talking on the phone to a friend. And, and they need to be encouraged. You know, we went to a, a basket party yesterday for Laurel View. And uh, it's, it's, it's funny, not funny, but it, it's interesting to hear people's, you know, I wonder why some people even go because there I never win. You know my number is never called, and I've been I've been to a thousand things and I've never won a thing. This is the most ridiculous thing on the planet to come here. And you know, I wonder why'd you come? Keep your money, go home. <laughs> you know because you're never going to get anything out of it. But you see the idea, and I, and I, I had the opportunity. What was I doing at a basket party? Uh, giving money away. <laughs> But, um, no, I got to pray and open, you know, open in prayer. And, 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 I, and the idea was that all of us have been able to give to a cause that is greater than ourselves. Now, a side benefit of that is we may be able to take something home. But whether we take something home or not, that's not the point. We had the ability to give. Now, in our lives, we have the ability so think, of, whatever you do, think about it for a moment. Whether it's, you know, at home and you, you have friends or family, you call, you, you, you sit there and you meditate. You don't listen to garbage, <laughs> you know. We don't listen to garbage, and let garbage in, garbage out, you know. Don't listen to the, the TV and everybody's, you know, those uh, shows, you know, as the stomach turns and, you know, the, the glands of our time, you know. Something like that, I don't know. Um, And the news, oh my gosh. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a stock market report, if it's the weather channel. We have a super storm coming. Well, it was a year ago, but, (laughs) you know, this storm could turn into the worst of our season. And everything's, you know, and the president, and those who are against the president, and those who don't like everybody, <laughs> you know, it just, it's just like, oh my, you know, people are hyped and agitated and then, you know, and they get all this anxiety and, you know, the individual that uh, I, I heard about, somebody, they, you know, stole the plane that I talked about this morning. The guy stole the plane, you know, did some circling around and whatever and fighter jets said you got to get out of this place or you're, we're going to shoot you down so he went out to a planet. planet. Went out to an island and crashed it. Dead. Why? I wanted to go for a ride. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe just had enough. But you see, God is telling us we have more than enough. We have more than enough to go into our life, to go into a city that can't be right. Two minutes and 26 seconds left. Is that right? Did I start that on time? Did, that, have I been talking that long? Is it really? Is that right? Is that, have I been? Amen, preach it, brother. <laughs> we just got started. Let it roll. <laughs> Give me another 20. No, no, that's all right. If you started it at a half hour, I'm talking. But anyhow. (laughs) Well, anyhow, Paul says, I must go on boasting. Nine minutes, okay. I got nine minutes left, okay. I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained. If I boast about me, okay? Now, I can be thankful, and we are to be thankful For everything that we have. But we are where our life is not about looking backwards. We can look backwards and say, I'm thankful for where I've been, you know, the experiences that I had and what I possess and what you know. You think about this, what you possess. If you don't pay the bank, you don't own it. Somebody else is going to come and get it. So what do you possess? (laughs) You know? What do we really possess? We possess this vessel. And God has given us the ability to look at our life and be thankful for all that we have and to look at what we have planted in God's kingdom. But more than enough, I have the blessing of God and the favor of God to go forward where where I'm going. That every time we go to where I have more than enough. Okay? I want all of us to say that now, what you're going to say is, "I have more than enough grace." Okay, and the grace comes from God. Ready? I have more than enough grace. Again, I have more than enough grace, and grace is the sufficiency of God, the completeness of God in my life. I have enough of the completeness of God in my life to help me go through football camp. <laughs> I have more than enough to go through track camp. What, what else you have? Cross-country. I have more than enough grace to take me through the cross-country cross camp. And more than enough grace to take me to work. I have more than enough grace to see me through my job. <laughs> Sometimes it, it, getting there is just half the battle. The rest of it is trying to get through all this garbage. But I have more than enough grace to see the plan of God in this. So Paul, you know, he looks at his life, he says, I have more than enough grace to overcome those people who tried to kill me. I have more than enough grace. Almost forgot my illustration. (laughs) I have more than enough Pam in my life to keep the non-stick things away from me. All right? All right. What's that? Ah, rating the cupboard. What do we have? Non stick pans. You see, when people throw things at us, <laughs> people don't like you? Speak to the pan. Arnold says, speak to the hand. I say, speak to the pan. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> I have more than enough grace to handle every difficulty in my life. Because I don't listen to the stuff that tears me down. (laughs) I don't listen to the things that are against me and against God. I can can understand what they're saying. Maybe maybe I need to improve on things. It isn't that we don't have faults. We all have faults. But we don't need to be by the person who's always criticizing us. (sighs) You're never going to make it. You know, we're there trying, just stand straight up and go, right, there it is, buddy. <laughs> Speak to the Pam. Even more protection now. Huh? That's it, I'm double-coated. I'm anointed with the oil of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm anointed by God. I am anointed by God. I am anointed by God. I am anointed by God. See, God, Paul is telling us, my grace is sufficient. Well, you don't know what I've been through. You've been floating around in the ocean for a day and a half? (laughs) You've been beaten with rods? You've been stoned and dragged out of the city for dead? Listen to the man who knows how to let things slide off that's paul and paul does it because god spoke to his heart and said my grace is more than enough to take to take care of all of these difficulties my grace is more than enough to open a window for you to escape my grace is more than enough for you to know that you are my child, and nothing can ever separate you from me. You see? God is sufficient. We are complete. His grace is enough. (laughs) Enough is as much or as many as required. God is able to give you enough strength for each day. You know, as you go to camp, you're going to need strength for each day. But it's nothing that no one else has gone through before. When you go to work and people don't like you, God's grace is more than enough to take care of those people who don't like you. (laughs) Speak to the pan. Because God has spoken to my heart, I don't need to listen. Now, Again, if I'm doing something wrong, I need to be receptive of the the Spirit will speak to us and let us know, hey, pay attention here. This This is a good thing for you. Okay, you know. I will always have whatever I need by his grace. I will always have whatever I need By his grace. If I need surgery, God will provide a surgeon. If I need a healing, God can touch my body. Heal me. If I need finances, God can provide for me. If I have a dream, God will help me to make it real. You see, in school, college, going back to school, teachers, students, going to work, being retired, being whatever you are. We are people called of God. We are part of the plan of God. And people who are against us, people who, don't, who tear us down, do I need to give this to you? Do I need to hit you over the head with this? God doesn't hit us over the head. He just gives us the pan. A few weeks ago, I had that black eye. I didn't fall. Rhonda hit me. I didn't give her the Pam, right there. Not really, she didn't hit me, I fell. But, do we understand? I can hardly hold on to this because the Pam has run down to my fingers. (laughs) So I'm gonna go like this and it's gonna fly out there, you know? But I'm done, let's all stand. I know that God wants to funnel the truth of his word (laughs) into our lives, okay? What's the antibacterial wipes for? It is, but I'm not going to wipe off the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I can disinfect. <laughs> no, that's good, dear. Thank you. But we see, you know, and I, I, I just was excited about this today. Could you imagine that? I was excited about this because I realized that, I, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. And sometimes I, I think I've been like, like I was as a kid on the farm. You just get up and do. You know, I mean, I'd only spent 18 years on the farm, and probably 10 or 11 years of that was really working hard. But that was kind of my approach, that no matter what I did, I had to have the strength to do it, and I would just do it, you know? You have to do it, you have to do it. You don't have a choice, <laughs> Cows need milk, you do it. You have chores, you do it. You know, there's school, you do it. You come home from school, there's chores, you do it. You know, there is nothing that says n- no. <laughs> you didn't tell your dad or mom no. This just needed done. Okay, so you do it. <laughs> well, you know, at the hospital, you know, it didn't... It doesn't matter how you feel. It didn't matter if you were discouraged or you were hurting or you didn't like it or people were going to die or people were going to recover. You just did it. Right? That's our life. You just do it. Now, God is saying, before you just do it, pause, thank Him that His grace is sufficient to help me To do it. (laughs) I don't have to just do it. Imagine, I'm as old as I am. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) About time you wake up. And and the idea is, before I just do, I need to pause, invite God into the moment. (sighs) Okay, before you go shopping. God, you know how much I have you know how far it has to go god direct me my steps to find the right bargains to make the right impression god i need your favor your blessing i need you to step out of the, the house to drive the car and those who don't you see we argue with ourselves I'm not that good. God wouldn't do that. Hey, we need to throw those thoughts out and make sure they hit the pan. (laughs) Speak to the pan. I have more than enough. Amen? Amen? Everyone say it. I have more than enough of God's grace, of His mercy. I have more than enough grace I am competent, I am complete, I am fulfilling the will of God. He will supply my every need according to his riches in Christ. Amen? Amen. Jesus, thank you that you've heard our prayer. Thank you, Lord, that we have your Holy Spirit to remind us of these things which we have heard. God, we are your children. Your provision is ours. Help us, Lord, to be receptive of it. And not to just do it, but, God, to go forward in doing with your blessing and your favor your completeness in our life. We strive not to just finish the chore, but we strive to finish ourselves in the completeness of your spirit and of your word in each of the tasks that we do. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I have more than enough grace. Okay? And all the other things, speak to the Pam. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>